Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Just JC. And it's Jay McDonald. And we are back on the 1% Podcast, episode 5. 5. five. We're positive. <laughs> yeah, last it's time. Yeah. Last time we thought it was 3, but it was really 4. But here we are, episode 5. And um, in this video, we're going to talk about... Some leading from the front, from the back, and following everywhere in between. So we're going to touch on the subject. Um, we have a laundry list of different things that we want to discuss. Um, a lot of it's, a lot of it's I, I would guess, things that will help y'all, uh, especially for those of you that are in a leadership position mm-hmm. or looking to you know, better yourself, right? Um, these are kind of topics that you know, we can talk about, share our experiences, and then hopefully give y'all some things to help you out in whatever you're doing. Uh, it doesn't have to be in the military, can be anywhere anywhere because yep. yeah. uh leadership isn't just a military thing nah, it, i think it's a learned trait but yes yeah. uh because even a lot of the stuff that we talk about um in our courses that we have to take they're not they're like subjects or taught by individuals that are not in the military um like simon sinek um what was the other one in als i forgot his name Anyways, he's a civilian though, yeah. uh, but he he built a concept on leadership, and it's it's what's taught in our military schools. So yeah. it's not just a military thing, but yeah, leading from the front, leading from the back, and everywhere in between. So we'll we'll go into that. So what does that mean to you? Let's start with leading from the front. Leading from the front, I believe leading from the front is being able to take people with you. So first, like we kind of talked about, yeah. is setting a standard, and then showing people that way showing people how to take that path i mean for me at least i have people in my career and just life in general that have like kind of given me and afforded me opportunities um from their position being higher up than me yep whether it be uh sports or it be the military you know um people of what i would call put me on game yeah yeah um, and I believe it's a learned trait because to get where you, to get to that leadership position in general, I think you have to be selfish or self-full. Yeah. Um, and to be able to bring people up with you is, I think, a learned trait. You know, what about you? What do you think about it? Definitely. Um, it's something that you can also get better at too, oh, yeah. especially yeah, watching sure. people. But I think from leading from the front, for me, it's, I always go back to this picture that I saw, um, when I was a young airman, <clears throat> it was a picture of, it's a, it's a guy on a desk and then he's like pointing forward, yes. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And then, um, the ones pulling the desk, it's like on wheels are individuals. And, uh, right there is like a good example of a, not necessarily a leader, but a manager, Right, telling them, hey, go this way, go that way, whatever, and and then leading from the front or being an individual that leads from the front is, you're also directing which way to go, but you're out there in you know in in the uh, nitty gritty, as I like to say it, with your people, yep, uh, pulling with them, but also telling them direction. So that's something that always pops into my head because, as a young airman, <clears throat> or just a young individual, I'm you know we're still young, right? Yeah. But younger, you know what I mean. I always thought of um, people that I wanted to emulate. I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, I want to be like this guy, you know? And then sure. there's also individuals that I was like, hey, I don't want. No. Like, that's definitely what I don't want to be like. But even with that, though, like, there's something to learn yes, from yes. those people. You yep. can, and 
you can apply that to your growth and being a leader, I believe. Yep. Um, definitely. Like, especially when they give you such a um, big impact to where it's like, I, these are the things I'm never going to do. Um, and I, I was thinking about, <coughs> excuse me, I think about this example when I was a young airman, my first base, I had my first supervisor. Uh, he was horrible. So if he's watching this, I, I don't care. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, there's no, a reason sorry. why I, I, uh, I'll rank you right now. You know what I mean? But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, this guy was horrible. Just talk crap, talk smack to me all the time. Just talk a uh, bunch yeah. of, you know, a bunch of beep to me for, for I don't know why. And I'm like, I'm looking up to you because this is my first experience with a supervisor in the military, in the Air Force. And here you are just talking crap all the time. So my um, my view of the Air Force was kind of, skewed yeah it's kind of skewed so i'm like what is going on so you know this dude would like kind of try to flip that switch and try to like mentor me but it's already kind of it's past that yeah it's it's kind of tainted so like whatever he said went through one year at the other but i do remember thinking to myself like when i get into a position uh nco or like a leader or someone that is a mentor supervise somebody Mm. i wasn't gonna do that so that's good yeah that's how you take you take from people no matter what it is. There's a lesson yes. in everything, I believe. Oh, yeah. Like, my last assignment, and it was on the last podcast I talked about, uh, they really did me in. Yeah. My oh, homeboy yeah, yeah, really yeah. did me in. Like, I took a lot from him, both in, like, his positive and the negative that I didn't like. Like, the stuff, how we went about things yeah. wasn't the right way, but what he was doing was right. So I kind of, like... I molded it to my own because I could see that I didn't like it yeah. and kind of made it my own to get people to where they need to be. Because he got me where I needed to be. Absolutely. But it was just, in my eyes, the wrong way. Yeah. So, so um, leading from the front, too. So we've given a lot of, I guess, um, not necessarily bad examples, but, you know, examples on the on the negative end. But what are some positive examples that you have, in, you know, maybe through your career about leading from the front? Um. I would say, so, if you would give me a second. What about you? I got you. It was a Uno reverse. Yeah, cut reverse. This, yep. Cut this out. <laughs> Uno reverse. No, I got you. So, um, I actually, I don't specifically recall hearing that phrase until my first deployment. Um, of course, I've known, I guess, what it was, but I never really heard leading from the front up until my first deployment. And it was... To me, it was coined by um, now Chief Mass Sergeant Valdez, who's, who at then was Senior Valdez, and he'd tell me, like, man, you got to leave from the front, bro. I'm like, I am. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, you got to leave from the front. I'm like, well, what do, you, what do you mean? Like, what am I doing wrong? So I was a young staff, uh, <clears throat> brand new and as, as far as being a supervisor, and I had a bunch of people under me, a bunch of people who were also staffs. Right. So it kind of puts you in that weird uh I guess, situation where you're in charge of people, but you're the same rank. And oftentimes, if you're a yeah, young staff, yeah, yeah. you're older yeah. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I remember um, we were just getting slammed. We were working 12 plus hours, six days a week, and just getting slammed from the ops tempo of being deployed. And it was just it was just waning down on us. And on top of that, being a supervisor was weighing down on me. And I remember coming into work, like, stressed. Right. Like, visually, like, you could tell, like, Dang, this boy is stressed. He, he tired, stressed. Bro, we all been there. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you could see it, and you can you can also, like, see it from the way I act and how my, how, <coughs> excuse me, how, how, how I was operating 
in my workplace. So I remember I went to his office and then, um, he, you know, he started talking to me, trying to put me on game. Like you said, he's like, you know, you need to leave from the front. And I kind of got offended. I'm like, what you mean, bro? Like, I am. I am. Mm. And he's like, no, no, here's what I mean. Here's a good example. Right now, you're stressed out. I'm like, yeah, everyone else and their mom, you know? But he's like, but you're the, NC- the NCOIC, non-commissioned officer in charge. I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, and you're stressed out. And I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> that's obvious, right? He's like, so if you're stressed out and you're going into the workplace and you're visually and visibly showing that you're stressed, what do you think is happening to your team? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, they're getting stressed. He's like, yes. Why are they getting stressed? I'm like, because the work sucks, blase, blase, blase. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, your energy is stressing them out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So <laughs> <He's still laughs> yeah, young, it wasn't, young you know, clicking because I was young. And then uh, he just looked at me. He's like, think about it. So if you see me coming into work and I'm your boss and I'm pissed off, stressed out, whatever it is, what's going to happen with y'all? And I'm like, we're probably going to be pissed off too. Right. And he's like, do you know why? It's like, well, because you are, because you're the boss. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Uh, so then like I had like this epiphany. Like I was like, oh, shoot. That's what he meant by leading from the front. So, yes, you're going to be stressed. You're, you're going to have times where, like, you know, it's overwhelming. But also, like, if you're bringing that type of energy to your team, it's like it's just going to – what's the word? It's, it's uh, like, contagious. They're going to re- reciprocate the same type of energy. Absolutely. So that's when it clicked, leading from the front. Oh, okay, here's what you mean. You know, if I want to lead them to success, to not being so stressed, to not, you know, being mad, then I – myself as the leader have to be able to show it and do it you know what i mean so that's my example all right so i mean with your example in my mind uh as an airman like a brand new airman uh well maybe i think i was a senior airman i had just switched sections to go to um i went from cargo because i'm 2to by trade um cargo into personal property yeah. And uh so you lost my you lost my household goods, right? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but uh then Master Sergeant uh Molina, uh-huh. um he would always he would find the young new uh hungry airmen yeah. and even if you weren't that hungry, he would still try and put you on game. But he would always give me life advice. But it wasn't like that old retired like oh back in my day no he would just put me on game like for the future um i remember one time um he was telling me about money yeah and like as an airman like you hear it all the time like money 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 this money that. yeah and uh you need to save here but the way he went about it was he told me how to do it and he told me in what situations and he kind of guided me and every bit of information that he gave me it was it was in that format um so i'm thankful for master sergeant molina because he would always try and guide me because i mean he's a master sergeant he's been in for a while oh yeah and i'm a senior airman so he's kind of taking his lessons learned in life and putting that like giving that information to the masses of the younger individuals behind him so yeah i think and I've had good leaders throughout, but I think that's the one that sticks sticks yeah. true. That's where I learned a lot. And kind of uh, with that, it's kind of like why we're doing this podcast too, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. Literally, like, 
that same concept is that we're trying to give this information or just like getting y'all to think, you know, uh, that these concepts, because if I would have understood a lot of these things that we talk about, especially in this podcast, when I was like 18, 19, mm-hmm. not saying that I'd be like light years ahead, but I would be a lot, I guess, sharper, well, like more, I don't know how to say this, not gung ho, you know what I mean? But like more high speed than I am now. Absolutely. Just because like, the earlier that you learn these concepts and you're able to hone it and then kind of like build upon it, the better off you're going to be. And I don't understand why we don't um, teach a, a lot of this stuff at a younger, you know what I mean? Younger at a age. lower level. Yeah, like yeah. We wait until like ALS, ALS or NCOA. NCOA. When those concepts, because like not, no knock on our PME because we get a lot of information, a lot of good information yeah, that we yeah, wouldn't yeah. get on the outside. But I feel like it should come earlier. Absolutely. Like the stuff you learn as a tech, you should be doing as a staff. Yes. So that NCOA should be as an NCO. Yep. NCOA. That's where you should be learning it. Yep. And ALS should be like maybe when you put on senior airman. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. you're able to supervise. In the, yeah, in that role. At, at that point. Yeah. So I don't know. But, you know, no knock. It is what it is. And it is the way it is. So, um, but I do agree. There's there's a lot of things like leadership wise that could help people become better leaders yes. earlier on. And I don't know about you, but you know, as an MTI, all my trainees, especially the ones listening or watching, they know all these concepts. They're taught in BMT, yep. which is kind of like crazy to think that like we're dropping this kind of level on them. But I, I have trainees that hit me up that have gone on their first deployment. They're getting achievement medals freaking comms even Jeez. they're killing it um it some are going for btz yeah, yeah killing it they're like man and they're like sir you know they, they give me a reporting statement which is kind of funny i'm like yeah, all right yeah, yeah. we don't do that here you know like uh that kinda, one scene in kinda wakanda like, kind of like chief yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey we don't do that here um and, I, and they just tell me like you know i appreciate you know all these things you taught us because it it did apply you know what i mean mm-hmm. so with that, um, we kind of covered leading from the front. So the next topic would be leading from the back or you know leading mm-hmm. from the rear. So what does that mean to you? Um, I think being able to step back. Not step back in a sense that you're not there. Yeah. But um, kind of touched on it, allowing individuals to lead and give them opportunities. And I think that is huge in what we do as MTI. Oh, yeah. Like facts, because there's we're all NCOs, senior NCOs, and then obviously we have our higher leadership, top yeah. four, top five, whatever it yeah. may be. Um, but I believe being able to step back and trust, I think trust is a huge thing, and being able to step back as a leader um, to allow your people to grow because it can't necessarily grow if you're not allowing them to lead in the same way you would lead yeah. in that position. Yeah. Um, they may not do it the same way as you, but as a leader, being able to step back allows them that growth opportunity. And to be able all, to learn. Yeah. Yeah. There's always room and time for feedback later on. Yeah. Or even, even on the spot if need be. But I was, about you? I would say on that topic too, to add on to that is that there have been times in my career where the ones that I gave the opportunity to lead did it better mm-hmm. than me. Yeah. And I'm over there sitting back taking notes too, like, dang. Like, I didn't even think of that. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I'm taking notes for myself. But absolutely, the same thing. Um, I guess as MTIs, you know, as trainers, it's kind of 
secondhand nature for us because we have to do it. You know what I mean? Like kind of step back, give yeah. that person the opportunity to learn and and uh, to be able to like grow themselves. But thinking about it and as a, as an individual too, um, I met uh, some friends uh, at my last duty station and they were they're from different career fields. You know what I mean? And uh, it was an ALS. Okay. So we're in ALS and um one or two of them they're training for um TAC P oh, PJ Heck CCT yeah. and then you know we they we had our little PT sessions for ALS and we went to the gym and then at, at back back in the day I was I'd say pretty diesel like strong and cut as if he's not now No right? now I'm just dad bod you know what I mean but <laughs> No, but back in the day, I was in there getting it. And I remember, um, I'm never going to forget because we're like doing decline bench or something random. It was decline. Then I'm like, yeah, let's put 315 on there, 375, just oh, getting it. And then uh, these these two guys come up to us and they're like, hey, like, um, are y'all uh, special forces or taxes or whatever? I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm going to go maintenance, you know? And they're like, oh, man, you're just crazy. And then they we're all joking about it. And they're like, why don't you try for this? And I was like, I kind of had like epiphany. I'm like, why don't why I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I trained with them for a long time doing like CrossFit workouts, losing weight. And we talked about it in the last podcast mm-hmm. where I lost a bunch of weight and I was training for um, to go into the pipeline because there's like a pre-selection course yep. prior to going. If, if you're already um, retraining. Yeah, if, for retrainees. And luckily for us, it was in Herbert Field, which is literally where we were at. Oh, shoot, yeah. So we started training for it and... Um, Unfortunately, uh, so I got pretty, uh, I, I would say, like, fit and ready for it. Uh, but I put in my class three, the flying physical, and then at the end of it, found out that I was colorblind. Oh, so I failed the color vision test, the new one, and it, it kind of, like, put me down. Like, I was kind of pissed off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I learned at the end of it was with those individuals, because uh, they, they pretty much showed me, like, hey, because like, I didn't think I could run. Like the, how I was running, I didn't think I could ruck. How much I was rucking, I didn't think I can do those work like legit. Because even though I was like, you know, like fit, I was like bodybuilding fit. I was not like functional fit. Functional, yeah. Yep. I didn't with think, that CrossFit. Yes, anything. not in a billion years. And then um, what they showed me is that you know you you can get there. Yep. Not necessarily a mentality thing, but <coughs> excuse me. Not necessarily a mentality thing, but sometimes you need that person to show you and then that's what they showed me so they're able to show me um you know they kind of step back like hey you can get there to where we're at we're going to show you how to do it and they kind of put it in my head so yeah that's kind of how i think about it too uh, on those terms is that um sometimes even if you think that you're high speed or whatever um, others can elevate you up as well absolutely Um, heck yeah i kind of lost my train of thought but with it, while you get to turn the thought, yeah, like hearing your story yeah. kind of makes me think, like kind of reflect on some of mine. And I think that you don't garner the the knowledge of a leader without taking risk and opportunities. Yeah, yeah. So like you going to train for special operations to retrain, like you learn something within it, but you would have never learned that lesson or anything like that if you hadn't taken that risk or that opportunity no. to to do it and I, I think i've had quite a bit of that in my career even with retrain trying to retrain myself yep um but 
I mean, I believe that's a big thing is being able to take risks to get to that point, to be yeah. able to even become that, that high level leader. Yeah. And I guess in the workplace too, um, when you talk about like accomplishing a mission or a task or whatever it is, um, and you kind of hit on it with you, with your definition, um, but you could be the most, um, and I, and I took this quote from, from Chief Valdez again. Always, a lot of my mentors, I, I like hey, they, yeah, they engrade things into into me. But he'd always say that <clears throat> he'd bring us in, even the airmen, into his office, and he'd start picking our brains. And we're just like, "Come on, man! Like you're the senior, you know what I mean? At the time, you're senior, you should know this." And he's just, he's just like, "Listen, I'm not the smartest person in the room." He's like, "I don't allow myself to be the smartest person in in the room because he's like, you are the subject matter experts, and I want to learn from you. So I mm-hmm. want to know what you're saying." I'll make a decision, but in reality, you're the one making the decision for me from the information you give me. You know what I mean? So with that concept, like in the workplace, sometimes you got to take a step back too. Even if you have the answers, there might be better answers from your peers or from your subordinates or whoever's under you. Uh, They might have something better than what you have. The, The result could be the same. It could. I don't know. You know what I mean? But sometimes it could be better than what you would thought because you got to give them the opportunity to try them for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, this is like a tidbit, I guess. This is what I learned from uh, Master Sergeant Williams. He used to be at the 331st Training mm-hmm. Squadron. And uh, he kind of put me on game to it is kind of ask people. You you may already have that answer, but always like ask what their opinion on it. So like you could introduce something, but just be like, you know, what do you think about that? Or what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah. So like, um, say I wanted to go do something else in BMT, right? And I kind of laid out, what do you think about that, JC? Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? And kind of allow you to think through the process with me. And I think that that's a good way to do what you're talking about. It's literally what yeah. I did today too. Yeah. <laughs> like we were talking offline before you came here. Mm. Like I asked a bunch of people like, what do you think about this of what should I do in BMT? It's kind of funny you said that. Cause I'm yeah, like, absolutely. I just did that, which I never used to do until people put me on game. Yeah. Same thing. So we discussed, um, <clears throat> leading from the front, mm-hmm. uh, leading from the back or the rear. And then now everything in between. Gotta follow man. Yep. Um, just as you kind of touched on just now that you're probably not the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. and there's probably someone who may have a better answer or an answer that will lead to something better. Yeah. And in order for that, for you to do that as a leader, you have to be able to follow, yep. let you kind of have to step back and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Because yeah. if there's like a problem or you need innovation in your work center or wherever, wherever you're at, I believe that following is a big trait that people miss out on. Yes. Like you you have to be humble. Yeah. In in your position cuz almost like the uh person on the desk pointing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you should be humble to be in a position that you can choose how you're going to lead. Yeah. And why not why not lead to inspire and motivate people? Yeah. So like I don't know. It's kind of where I'm at. You just got to follow, man. Be humble. So um, I guess uh, that would touch in on the individual. I won't say high speed, but the ones that are leaders. You know what I mean? That have to step back. Um, 
for me, for especially for those listening that are, I want to not say not necessarily saying that you're not a leader, but are not comfortable or mm-hmm. comfortable, or you're you're uncomfortable, you know, taking a step outside your comfort zone and trying to lead, you know, because mm-hmm. um, especially all the our younger listeners, you might be doing something and you you're like kind of hesitant, like should I try this? Should I do this? What if I fail? What yeah. if you know blase blase? Because I've been in there, you know. No, I've been in those shoes like, dang, like now I got all of this under me. What if it fails? It's going to be my fault. You know what I mean? That's going to be in the end everywhere in between because there are times where you're going to have to step up and you might fail. You, you might fail. You know what I mean? We all fail at some point in our lives. But I think the key is if you do fail, you need to legit learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. So you don't make the same mistakes. But let's say you don't fail. Let's say it's a success. Now you know like, hey, there's something uh, in me or there's something that I did differently that's not my norm, but I was successful. And you should you should start going through that avenue. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like being a leader, right? Because there's people that listen to this podcast or, or watch my videos, our videos, and they're they're like, I have their like picture in my head and I'm trying to mm-hmm. say like, um, they're like hesitant, you know what I mean? Not like not, they're a little afraid to step out. Like, they know they got it in them, yep. but they don't know how to let it out. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, what would you say for them? Just like I said earlier, you got to take a risk. Yep. Um, no, like, leaders are born. It's just traits that are acquired along the way that yeah. turn them into the leader they were meant to be. Um, would you say on that subject real quick, because leaders are born, right? Would you Would you agree that? Um, they're leaders that are also found like yeah i think within that like because you could say like oh leaders are made yeah but yeah they're they are but because they were a natural born leader yeah that is had an open mind the yeah. entire time and they just mm-hmm. haven't acquired what they need to be that great leader yet. yeah you know what i mean was that so, you um because i will say i'm the complete i would say against that because i was not a natural born leader so, I believe, that's just me, yeah, but yeah. I've been in a lot of leadership positions yep. growing up, mm-hmm. in the military, and up until now, obviously, MTI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, I would never call myself a natural-born leader, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. If, if it is, if it's been that way, yeah, then yeah. I can only assume that I've learned along the way things that have made me some sort of leader to the individuals around me yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah. um because i will i'll counteract that right because because that's you and then for me it's kind of mm. weird that i'll say i'll say this too and people like that have only known me through my military career like no way bro that's not the case i was not a leader no way. no in high school like going up i would mm. say i was like the troubled child and also like mischievous you know like i i wanted i don't know i just my head was never in the right place mm. i was competitive though um, yeah. i will say that but the air force specifically bmt and then my first base that's what really i'd say unlocked like this this like explosion of like this is who you could be i didn't see it though but that because you're a natural born leader oh no, man hey listen listen bro so the way I see it is uh-huh. all of your experiences up until so like all the, the mischief and all that stuff yeah. that you were causing, it's your 
you're dabbling you're lo- you're young right yeah. so you're you're trying to figure figure out your place in the world yeah and you enter something that allows you to be who you truly are you say it, it unlocked it it was yeah. already inside of you the whole time i i guess i i guess i think also yeah i don't know because like when i think about it especially my childhood and going up up to that point like oh i was compared to like my not my siblings my cousins and stuff a lot mm-hmm. and um it was always like man I, not not like you're gonna be a failure but you're gonna have issues because i did not apply myself did anybody ever tell you you have potential no nobody no what that's what i'm telling you okay, okay and then okay. it's like i joined and then uh i realized in bmt it had this like i was like sleeping you know i was laying there i remember this like it was yesterday During the day uh when we when we got there <laughs> now when we got there right. we got there late then we had like uh-huh. two hours and woke up you know what i mean you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about the first wake up i was laying there i was like I messed up. You know what I mean? Like, what am I doing here? Mm. I got a homeboy next to me crying, you know, oh, <laughs> like sniffling. I'm like, this is a bad decision. But then, bro, it was like, I was slaying there and I realized I'm like, nobody knows me here. Facts. Not one person. Facts. Nobody. So I was like, you know what? I was like, let me try something. And it, it, it wasn't like my MTI like pushed me to there. I just decided there that nobody knew me. Let me try something and see what happens. So I did. I got roasted, I got destroyed, but you know, it kind of like started this whole venture. You know what I mean? That's a risk, man. Yeah, because no one risk. knew me. Yeah. But that's why I say like, maybe you're right. Maybe I just can't see it because I, I, you know, it's only my viewpoint, but yeah. there are like individuals that I've met and stuff that they tell them they're a leader or they have potential and they look at, look at you like you're freaking crazy. You know what I mean? Mm. And they're like, no one's ever said that to me in my life. It's because you see something in yeah. them. But that's but that's like the, one of those things. Like, if you're a natural leader, it should come naturally, like through the years. You know what I mean? Like through whatever you do as a kid or sports, whatever you did. Like it should some something should like point to the fact that you're a leader. It's like puberty, man. Some people are late bloomers. <laughs> so, <I was> like, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but okay. Uh, back back to the um to, to reel it back in. So. Let's agree to disagree, right? But I don't think either of us are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of weird too that because um, now you're seeing like two different perspectives or listening to do to yeah. But we're I would say like we're we operate at a high level. Mm-hmm. So regardless of how you um, got here, you know what I mean. You can get here, and that's kind of what we're we're trying to touch up on. Because man, if if I if I could go back in time and put. A1C Santos on all this game. Game changer. Yeah, I don't even know what I would be now. Maybe like Jeff Bezos level. Let me ask you this question. Uh If you dressed up as someone completely different, disguised yourself as completely different, and you went back to A1C Santos. Yep. Oh, man. And you, the disguised person, your future self, because you can't. Can't let him know, right? That is his future self. Goes back. Would you hear the advice as A1C Santos? Would I listen? Yeah. Would you hear? Would you hear? Would you digest it and would you apply it? Or so this is the backside of it. Or as A1C Santos, would you still want all the experiences that have gotten you up to this point? Mm. You know what I mean? I would. I think just because of who I am. At the time, I was I was a sponge. I still am a sponge. Yeah. 
So I would have listened. It would have been um, tidbits, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would have listened to things that kind of piqued my interest. But okay. I don't know what I don't know. Like, I didn't even know about the Air Force Academy. I didn't know what that was until I was a senior yeah. in BTZ. Same. And they're like, hey, yeah. you, you should go to Air Force Academy. So I try to go. You know what I mean? Oh, sure, Which is yeah. crazy because, like, I didn't know what it was. So I think I would have listened, but it would have been, like, pieces. Pieces, yeah. Not just, like. All at once. I would use the blueprint. Yeah. This. Well, actually, I would have been like, hey, this is who you should bet on or invest in Amazon, <laughs> invest on Apple. You know what I mean? Shoot. Back to the future. Yeah. I wish. That's what I would do for sure. I think that maybe I would listen, but I wouldn't, I don't think I would change anything because mm. it kind of molded me into who I am. Yeah. And I'm imperfect as a leader. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nowhere near being what I should be because there's still all this room. I'm, not even at nine years yet right so like but all the experiences all the bad experiences all the good experiences and what i felt like our hardships throughout like i think has made me into a leader kind of what you talked about earlier yeah um yeah taking your lessons yeah but yeah man that's true so what would um 30 minutes yeah i kind of veered us off yeah we kind of went this is good though. Yeah, we're talking right? solid. <clears throat> so we went over um, leading from the front, leading from the rear, and then everything in between. Um, I don't know. You want anything else to add to that? I would just say continue to grow, man. Um, in order to be bigger, provide to something bigger than yourself. Yeah, I think you have to go through some trials and tribulations oh yeah gotta take some risk yep. you don't is we talk about the natural born leaders and all that stuff but i believe again the experiences are what make you the leader that is able to do all three of those yeah because you can have a leader who is great at leading from the front but when it comes time from stepping back mm. or following it's kind of it's hard but i think that when they go through those hardships, if they're open-minded, they learn from it. So I just say, go through your experiences, take risk, and be the be the leader. Try to envision yourself as a leader and go through those experiences. So that's that's all I got. And once you do um, all those things, just know that people are always watching or listening to your, to you. Especially like you would you wouldn't even. I guess like guess like dang like they're legit watching me you know they, what I mean they look up to me yep even it's insane yeah oh and one of the kind of going off off track again because but I'm I'm gonna say this because it's one of those things when I had like an epiphany mm-hmm. where my one of my trainees one of my first flights at the end of it told me hey sir I just want to thank you for everything you know the the kind of like the normal thing like I look up to you like a father. Like, you were a father figure to me because I didn't have a dad growing up. And I was just like, whoa. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's serious. Like, whoa. I was, was like, three years older than this this airman. So when when he said that, I kind of, like, had a, oh, shoot moment. Like, dang, they're legit watching you all the time. And then when your peers start talking to you and that kind of, not saying that you're, like, my dad, but your peers start giving you, like, hey, man, like, a look up to you, like, and then even people that you look up to, like, man, you're doing X, Y, and Z, you're killing it. Like, yeah. I was, it just kind of makes you think that there's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah, I want to 
I kind of on that note, I kind of want to shout out or you know thank my buddy from BMT, yeah. uh, Anderson. So he's not. I don't even know if he does guard or reserve or whatever he does now, but he like he trades during the day. Oh, he's wow. a day trader. Oh yeah, pretty good at it. Uh, but like, never would have thought in a million years. Like he was my boy in BMT, but he was like, "Hey man, you're doing a lot of good things. You know, I'm proud of you. Yeah, you know." Oh, this is like re- recent. Yeah, not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, but like, in it, I was like, kind of like, dang, like somebody that I'm friends with. And, you know, I, in my mind, we're on the same playing field, yeah. doing two different things, but same level. Um, he's basically he he's watching me. Yeah, like whether it be I motivate him in some type of way or not. Yeah, like what I'm doing is affecting other people. Yes, and you and you don't realize it. No. Cause like with social media now, if you're mm-hmm. if you're in that, people are gonna notice. It may be onesies, twosies, it may be yeah. thousands of people. But I think that it's it's kind of crazy how many people watch you. Yes, and hopefully those same people are watching us now or listening. You know what I mean? Cause um, and I'm not saying that this podcast or these convos are gonna change your life. No, but I will say that there's gonna be some type of value added. You know what I mean? And that's Absolutely. that's why we're trying to do things like this because, man, information is power. Absolutely. Like, this who told, stuff. Who told you that one? I don't know, man. <laughs> I was like, let me think, let me think. But information is power, y'all. And what we're just trying to do is trying to get this stuff out to y'all to, to help you, you know, be a better version of you. Yes, sir. Because, like, in the last episode, that's what we talked about. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you can be a best version of you, you'll be straight. You'll be a good MTI, good NCO, good sailor, good drill instructor, whatever it is. Heck yeah. Um, unless you're a dirtbag, then don't be the best version of a dirtbag. Yeah. I it's mean, there's always you do. there's always hope for somebody. It's just whether or not they want to swallow that pride yeah, or whatever yeah. track they're on and listen. And be a follower. Yes, mm-hmm. be a follower. Yep. Got to listen. Yep. Like, so on that, on the back end of, of that like somebody who is troubled yeah. somebody who's having like a foul career yeah like it hasn't gone well for them maybe it is time to listen yeah to allow somebody to speak life into you yeah you know what i mean to give you information that may help you whether if your career is so far gone or your whatever is so far gone allow them to try and at least give you information don't be so stubborn or have such a big wall up that you as an individual can't learn in life because like you just said, information is power. Yes. And if you have it, you have a bigger tool bag to utilize in your life. Thanks. It doesn't have to be the military. It could be anywhere. It's, you want that big tool bag. Yes. I want to be able to reach in there and be like, oh. Like, I want to do. All the information yep. you just spit out, hey, I, I got something for that. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and, yeah, it's, that's a that was a good one. Um I don't think we got anything else. No, we don't. No. So for all those listening, make sure you all like, comment, subscribe, um, share. Absolutely. We talk about that more. Share, especially the the podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Right. Share that. I'm not sure how the listening views or whatever works on that, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely, <coughs> excuse me, definitely, if y'all want to hear the full thing, hit it up on Spotify or iTunes because that's where you're gonna hear it. One hundred percent. But yeah. Thanks for listening to the 1% Podcast. It's just JC. And Jay McDonald. And we will see you on the next episode. Boom.